Hi everyone, welcome back to Kentucky History and Haunts. I'm your host, Jesse Bartholomew. And first of all, I want to thank so many of you for reaching out lately. It's been really cool to get to know some of you guys and just talk to you about, I mean, all sorts of different stuff, from your family stories to snake bites and just everything in between. It's it's great. I love connecting with you all. Um, I also want to apologize, and I feel like a broken record, but I have not been putting episodes out as frequently as I would like. Um, this time of year is always busy for me, but also I've just had the added stress of some family uh, health issues. Everyone is fine for the time being, but it's, um, you know, my family is very private and so I, I don't really want to get into any more detail, but it's been a little bit emotionally draining and, uh, you come home at night and you just don't have it in you to, uh, research and record. But, uh, yeah. It, so if you have a God or goddess or gods that you pray to, uh, we wouldn't say no to a little extra prayer. Uh, so that's what's been going on, uh, but I'm going to work on getting episodes out more frequently, and today is a very special day, because if you're listening to this when it comes out on June 1st, it is Kentucky's 230th birthday. So happy birthday, Kentucky, and to celebrate, I'm just going to go through and talk about some of the fun facts, I guess you could say, about the state of Kentucky, um, but I bet you're going to learn something. I mean, you know the basics, but you're going to find a detail that you didn't know, and you're going to go, whoa, that's crazy, hopefully. All right, so here we go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. According to KentuckyTourism.com, Frankfurt became the state capital in 1792, essentially because the population there had the ability to actually build the capitol building and get the ball rolling. Uh, Because now we think of Louisville and Lexington as the big cities, right? But at the time, there was a big concentration of important people in Frankfurt, and so there it was. And if you haven't visited the capital, it's very pretty. It's worth going. It's a it's a nice capital as far as capitals go. I mean, I haven't visited very many, but I hear ours is nice, relatively speaking. And Frankfurt is a cool town. They have the Historical Society there, Poor Richard's bookstores there. Uh, so go to Frankfurt if you haven't been. The state flag was designed in 1918 by Jesse Cox Burgess. But the seal, the main part of the design with the two men on it, with the goldenrod, that was designed by a Lexington silversmith named David Humphreys. The first seal was destroyed in 1812 when the Capitol burned, but Burgess, an art teacher in Frankfurt, popped it on the blue background and turned it into the design for our flag that you all have seen. Now, depending on who you ask, the two men on the seal are... Daniel Boone and Henry Clay, or they're not at all. 
some people think that it was meant to be a representation of all statesmen and all frontiersmen, not any one particular person. The state motto is United We Stand, Divided We Fall. Not super original, but a good quote to govern by, I think. Apparently, we also have an official Latin motto that was adopted in 2002, which is Deo Gratiam Habiemus, which means let us be grateful to God. I also didn't know that we have our own Pledge of Allegiance to our state flag. I didn't know that was a thing. It's I pledge allegiance to the Kentucky flag and to the sovereign state for which it stands, one commonwealth, blessed with diversity, natural wealth, beauty, and grace from on high. Uh, That was adopted in the year 2000. As y'all know, the state bird is the cardinal, but did you know that we loved the cardinal so much that we voted twice to make it our official bird? We voted the first time in 1926, and then again in 1942, just to really solidify the thing. Uh, Perhaps we were jealous because the cardinal is also the state bird of Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, North Carolina, Virginia, and West Virginia. Our state fossil is the brachiopod. Uh, You all have seen these. These are those shell fossils. They're kind of thick and they're different from like clam or oyster, oyster shells. You guys know what I'm talking about. Hundreds of different kinds can be found in Kentucky. The place was lousy with them in the Paleozoic era when Kentucky was just ocean floor, right? Now, I was kind of surprised. This didn't actually become our official state fossil until 1986. And this got me curious. So I started looking up all state fossils. I need to turn this into an episode for my other show, the Pine Overcoat Podcast, available wherever you listen to shows. But I want to go ahead and say... Our state fossil is a little bit lame, relatively speaking. It's not as lame as Iowa, who doesn't have a state fossil. Neither does New Hampshire, Minnesota, Indiana, or Rhode Island. But West Virginia has claimed the giant ground sloth, which is just one of the coolest things ever. And then South Dakota has claimed the Triceratops, Colorado the Stegosaurus. Also worth looking up, Arkansas has claimed the Archosaurus fridae. Uh, That's a really fun-looking prehistoric creature, so look that one up. It's F-R-I-D-A-Y-I. Archosaurus fridae. Okay, I'm way off topic here. The Kentucky State Butterfly is the Viceroy Butterfly, adopted in 1990. These guys look like monarchs, but they're not. They're normally found in wet areas, And they're every bit as toxic as monarch butterflies, but they're faster, their design is slightly different, and they fly more erratically than monarchs. Also, they don't migrate. They just, they sit tight and they tough it out uh, as caterpillars during the winter. They curl up in leaves, uh, and I just think that's kind of interesting, the Viceroy butterfly. In 1956, we decided the Kentucky Spotted Bass would be our state fish. I tried to find something interesting about the Kentucky Spotted Bass, but it's a pretty boring fish, as far as I can tell. In 2004, blackberry became the state fruit. It's one of my personal favorites. And then the following year, 
milk became the state drink. Now there's some drama here because depending on who you ask, ale eight is the state drink of Kentucky, but a lot of people don't think that's right either. A lot of folks ask, why on earth isn't bourbon the state drink of Kentucky? And that's a good question. In 2005, a dairy farmer asked state legislators to make milk the official state drink. And at the time, they were like, okay, yeah, sure, milk. But in 2016, the quantity of milk from cows ranked Kentucky 27th among milk-producing states. So we're really not a milk state. We do produce 95% of the country's bourbon, though. And depending on who you ask, it's 100% since most will tell you, it ain't bourbon if it ain't made in Kentucky. We're a bourbon state. Now the state flower is goldenrod, but if you tell my mother that, she will respond, it's a weed, not a flower. Some people think they're allergic to goldenrod, but it's actually not an allergenic plant. Most of our allergies in these parts are from ragweed. Now the Kentucky General Assembly decided goldenrod would be our flower in the 1920s. And Kentuckians were super into it. They loved goldenrod. But the U.S. War Department said, wait a minute. According to the U.S. Army regulations, the militia of each state is assigned to floral insignia. And in line with that practice, California was given the goldenrod. But I guess Kentucky legislators held their ground because it is, in fact, still our state flower weed. Flower? Our state gemstone is freshwater pearl. It's also the state gemstone of Tennessee and is known as the river pearl. The state mineral, you guessed it, coal. We have a state instrument. It's the Appalachian dulcimer. This thing dates back to the early 1800s. It's a cool looking instrument and I'm gonna post a video because it makes a great sound too. And I know nothing about music technically speaking, but I know what I like, and I like the Appalachian dulcimer. One final thing you have to know is that the state tug-of-war championship is the Fordsville tug-of-war championship. That's all I'm going to do for now. We'll revisit some of this stuff later on, I'm sure. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and happy birthday, Kentucky. Until next time. If you haven't already connected with me on social media, I love to hear from my listeners. Seriously, I know some people just say that. I really mean it. So find the Facebook page. It's Kentucky History and Haunts. And then join the group. I think it's called Kentucky History and Haunts and More. Um, I'd love to get that more active and kind of share our stories there. You can find Kentucky History Haunts on Twitter and Instagram at KY History Haunts. And you can always send me an email. Tell me about yourself, your family, your experiences in Kentucky. That's kyhistoryhaunts at gmail.com. And I want to make sure I plug my other podcast because I always forget to do that. I have another show called the Pine Overcoat Podcast. It is 
kind of directionless uh, in, in the way that it's not about any particular subject. It's just anything that I find interesting. So the structure is very similar to this show, but it's about all sorts of different things from um, like war history, military history, to science, um, the occult, paranormal, all sorts of crazy stuff. So I think if you enjoy this show, you'll enjoy that one as well. And again, that's the Pine Overcoat Podcast. You can find it on any listening platform, Apple, Spotify, and you can find it on social as well. Facebook, Pine Overcoat Podcast, uh, Instagram, at Pine Overcoat Pod. And you can email me there too, pineovercoatpod at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care.